0: You're listening to an audio message from The Well, a gospel-centered church family in Hastings, Nebraska, that exists to grow disciples and glorify God. For more information, please visit www.thewellhastings.com. Thank you all. I am really, really glad to be here. I love coming to this church. I feel loved when I walk in the door. I feel loved when I leave this place, too. And I really do appreciate that. Most of, or some of you know, not all of you maybe, but I'm all about the simplicity of the gospel, all about the simplicity of the Bible. Everything in here is really simple. It's just not easy. Okay? So we're going to start off with a prayer that some of you may know. If you do, just go ahead and join me, okay? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven, Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. That's a pretty simple prayer, and I hear a lot of voices that said it. It's not meant to be a mantra, it has been turned into a mantra by different groups by different individuals. It's not meant to be a mantra. The proof is in Psalm 28. Um, To you, O Lord, I call. My rock, do not be deaf to me. For if you are silent to me, I will become like those who go down to the pit. Hear the voice of the the hear the voice of my supplication when I cry for for help. Uh, when you lift when I lift up my hands toward your holy sanctuary, do not drag me away with the wicked, and with those who work iniquity, who speak peace with their uh, speak peace with their neighbors while evil is in their hearts. Require them, requit them. Um, according to, the work and, uh, to their work and according to their evil deeds they practice. Requite them according to the deeds of their hands. Repay them their recompense. Because they do not regard the works of the Lord nor the deeds of his hands, he will tear them down, not build them up. Blessed be the Lord, because he has heard the voice of my supplication. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him, and I am helped. Therefore my heart exalts, and with my song I shall thank him. The Lord is their strength, and he is the saving defense to his anointed. Save your people and bless your inheritance. Be their shepherds also and carry them forward. That's the word of the Lord. This is written by David. It's a prayer from David. This is the pattern of prayer that David went through over and over again. It is humbling himself before the Lord and then the Lord lifts him up. He praises God throughout his prayers constantly. This one especially looks to the defense that, it, that he calls on. He, it looks to the, um, the God that has shown him the power and grace of his might. That's, that's where this all leads me. Um, now, if we go to, let me say, the very first, uh, very first verse, To your Lord I call, My rock, do not be deaf to me. For if you are silent to me, I will become like those who go down to the pit. Now that I'm a believer in Jesus Christ, I have a relationship with Christ. I have a direct relationship with the Father God, with Abba. I can call out to him. But if he is deaf to me, if I have no sense of Christ and no sense of God, I'm as good as a dead man. In fact, I'm less than a dead man because I know the truth. And that truth has left me. That is a horrible place to even think about being. Um, I've asked God to leave me alone before. That's a mistake. Do not do that. Because he will. He'll, he'll, he'll grant you the desire of your heart. Um, the best part is, when I asked him to come back, he did Praise God. I probably won't ask him to leave me alone again. But being in that pit, that desperation, and we, you know, um, Celebrate Recovery is the ministry that, I'm, that I do at the Free Church. Uh, I've done it for a lot of years. I've practiced that, those principles and talked that across the nation and in different places. I've had opportunity to share all kinds of testimony with all kinds of people But the people that I meet there know what the pit is. Usually, we've dug it ourselves. The only way out is to lay down the shovel and reach up your hands and ask for help. This is is David, what David did constantly. He'd lay down the shovel because he would get himself in trouble, but as soon as he realized that, he'd lay down the shovel and he'd ask for help. we go on, hear the voice of my supplication when I cry to you for help. When I lift up my hands uh, toward your holy sanctuary. How many of you, this is Nebraska, <laughs> and the farther south you get it, the easier it is to raise your hands. I think it's something to do with the atmosphere, the oxygen or something in the air. In Nebraska, we are thin blue lips with our hands down to our sides. Praise God from whom <laughs> And the farther south you get, the more hands up in the air, you see. David was not ashamed of raising his hands and dancing for the Lord. Had no problem with that at all. In fact, in his prayers, he used his arms quite frequently. He taught Solomon to do the same thing. Use your arms. Use your posture to praise God. You have permission to do that. Okay? Just don't slap the people next to you and you're doing pretty good. I'm kind of well, I'm cursed and blessed with a seven foot arm span. So anybody stand close to me, duck? <laughs> um, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> but now there I <laughs> some tangent again. Oh let's see. But what what this is telling me, when I raise my arms, when I'm praising God and I raise my hands I am begging to be in a right mindset with God because I'm not most of the time. Most of the time I'm in my own head and in my own thoughts and my own actions and my mindset is not focusing on the Lord. So, raising my hands will help me to learn, to remember that's what I want to be. I want to be part with God and that helps me to remember that. so when I raise my hands, I don't always face to the east. I don't, I'm not sure where the temple is. I know where it ended up, but uh, I'm not sure where it is right now. Heaven is all around us. Heaven is on this earth right now. So raise my arms and point the direction of God. Um, if you can tell me which direction God is, I'm willing to hear it, but... <laughs> I think that uh, no matter where I raise my hands, as long as it's proper, that helps put me in a proper mindset and give God reference for who he is and what he's done. Then I ask, don't drag me away with the wicked and with those who work in equity, uh, who speak peace with their neighbors and with evil in their hearts. I am absolutely guilty. Absolutely guilty. I've probably done that today, not intending to do that, but I've probably already done that today. I am not mindful about that sin which I do, which is right here in front of me, right here on the page, that I speak peace with my neighbors, and I think, what can I get from them? What can they do for me? That's an evil intent in my heart that I can't control. I can learn, I can practice, I can try to get away from that, but this is positive proof that I am in desperate need of salvation and forgiveness and God's mercy and grace to forgive me. I don't have a breath that I take that I am not in that position. Not once. Uh, It's mostly about how I treat other people. Not how other people treat me. That really doesn't matter, and I can't control that. You can hate me, and you can love me. You can hug me, or you can hit me. But how you treat me is not my responsibility. My responsibility is how I react, and how I treat you. So, if somebody steals from me, my favorite one's uh, the car dealers if there's any car dealers in here, forgive me I'm going to pick on you a little bit uh, but car dealers there to make money. Some car dealers will tell you I'm a car dealer so we're going to have a deal. if they can tell you that point blank I'm going to have it we're going to make a deal, um, you're going to know that they're going to do their very best to get every penny they can because that's their job. I don't have a problem with that. It's the car dealer that says, come on, buddy, you know I really like you, and I'm really doing you a favor. That guy is doing exactly what this says, speaking peace with evil intent in their heart. Same thing's true with me. I try not to do that, but it doesn't take long, and my human takes over, and my godly goes away. I wish and I pray that someday those two would stay the same constantly. (coughs) But I'm not capable of that. No matter what I read or how I read it, no matter how much I study, no matter uh, what I try and do, if God and Jesus Christ aren't the center of what I'm trying to do, I fail. I just fail. Even when I'm winning, I'm failing. Uh, the Bible is full of paradox like that. So, and uh, the Old Testament, the New Testament, all of it's full of that. You know, Christ told us, you know, anybody tries to save their life, you're going to lose it. You want to lose your, you lose your life for me, you just saved it. Okay? Um, I understand that. I can't explain that. I know that it's necessary, but it's really easy for me to turn away from that. And try and hang on to my own life and be the guy I want to be. And not who God wants. Okay. Um, okay. Requite them according to the work of their, according to their work and according to the evil of their practices. Requit them according to the deeds of their hands, and uh, repay their recompense. So what David is asking is that evil people be they get back. Just what they give out. I am so grateful that I got a Savior that catches all that stuff before it gets back to me. I don't have a clue how many offenses I've had out there. How many different things that I'm guilty of that should be right back on me. Because Christ has made me righteous through his righteousness. It's not my own righteousness. Everything that's right about me is evil deeds. Everything is right about me is evil deeds. So, those recompense, that repayment, that what is required to pay the price, if I have to do that myself, I'm lost. And I'm as good as a dead man. I go down to the pit. But, I have a Savior. I have a Savior. Okay, in verse 5. Because they don't regard the works of the Lord, nor the deeds of His hands, He will tear them down and not build them up. If you can walk through this planet and say there is no God, you have more faith than I have. Way more faith than I have. Because you have a belief that no higher power, no supreme being made this wonderful place for us. You know, with the COVID stuff, lots of people have lost their breath. Those that have recovered really, really are grateful for air. I don't think about air. I breathe it in, I breathe it out. If it smells bad, oh well. That's probably me. Um, <laughs> I'm getting old enough, it really doesn't matter, so <laughs> um, <laughs> But with, with that, not recognizing what God's done, not recognizing the things that He's done for our benefit, just just the, the air, the sky, the grass, the flowers. The way that a seed falls into the ground is buried and dead and it comes back and produces a hundred more than what it did before. That's God's design and He's done that to sustain us because He loves us. He wants a relationship with every human being on the planet. We're all, everyone is made for God's glory, all of us. Not just the part I want to give him on Sunday morning. But the simple thought that I have on Saturday night, not just the times where I want to serve and do for others, but when I have it all in my heart to take everything I can get. He still wants to have a relationship with me. He still wants me to be close to him. He does not want me to be that person that's why he's given us his word, to help change us from the inside out. It infiltrates our brain and it seeps into our heart. That's the word of God does that for us. And in this here, it says um, they don't, that they, don't regard, they do not regard the works of the Lord nor his, the deeds of his hands. He will tear them down and not build them up. When I'm in a position where I've forgotten what God's done for me, he tears me down. I don't even recognize that it's God tearing me down until I repent and allow him to build me up. Because I've, I've professed a belief in Jesus Christ. I've accepted salvation. I've asked Jesus to be not just my Savior, but the Lord of my life. Big difference. Big difference. The Lord of your life means you're going to follow. You're going to do what the Lord of your life tells you to do. Um, I try. I try. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him and I am helped. Praise God. What good news that is. Because I trust in him, he helps me immediately. He does things for me that I absolutely cannot do for myself. I don't have the ability to stand up here and talk to you guys. I really don't, I'm shy. And it's hard for me to get up in front of people on my own. But when I have the word of God behind me, there's nothing can shut me up. Even a two hour time limit, I don't know. Um, I try to be respectful, because if not, then I'll be going into that simple behavior again, back to uh, not, uh, not believing, not trusting. And Taking away from what God's building up, not what I'm I'm trying to do it myself. Um, uh, my heart trusts in Him and I am helped. Therefore my heart exalts. And my song and with my song I will thank Him. One of my favorite songs. I'm gonna sing to you guys, and you if you don't like it, that's well. I got the microphone. Uh, Amen. It's, one of my favorite songs, this is, Lord, I need you, oh, I need you. I can't do it. I can't I'll cry. Um. Ah. Yeah, I'm not. Gonna, I, I can't go on. Um. That reality. Breaks my heart and just broke right here in front of all of you. And as soon as that happened, God starts picking up the pieces and putting them back together and making me right with him again and reminding me that this is because he loves me. Amen. Not because I love him, but because he loves me that much. This broken guy that I am, um, he's still... When, when that happens to me, He fixes it. He takes care of me. Mm. The Lord is my strength. And He is my saving defense. Or he, he is a saving defense to His anointed. This, this shifts in verse 8 from talking about my and me to others. The Lord is their strength. And he is a saving defense to his anointed. Who are his anointed? Are you his anointed? The Jews are his chosen. They are set. They have no need for defense. They're set. God's chosen them forever to be his. His anointed are the ones that are called into that spot. He's, he's called us to be part of his kingdom. In 1 Kings uh, 8, uh, Solomon's praying for over the temple. After the temple's been built, everything's been set in place, all the stuff has started happening. In um, verse 38, whatever prayer or supplication is made by any man or by all your people Israel uh, each knowing his affliction the affliction of his own heart and spreading his hands toward this house then here in heaven your dwelling place and forgive and act and render to each according to his ways uh, whose, whose heart you know uh, for you alone know the hearts of the son of men that Makes the distinction there at any man and his people Israel. That's a separate. That's a separate thing. When we go on to verse 41, also concerning the foreigners, uh, the foreigner who is not of your people Israel, when he comes from from a far country uh, for your name's sake, for they will hear of your great name and your mighty hand and your outstretched arm when he comes and prays toward this house here in heaven, your dwelling place, and do according to all which the foreigner calls to you in order that all the people of the earth may know your name to fear you as do your people Israel, and that they may know that this house which I have built is called by your name. Solomon was talking about a temple that was destroyed at least three times. Or was he talking about the true temple which is Jesus Christ that couldn't be destroyed? Even killing him, you couldn't destroy him. You killed him, they killed him, I killed him. But he wasn't destroyed. In fact, it was like putting that seed in the ground. There are so many thousands of times more because he was buried. In his resurrection, all of us have opportunity to come to the cross, confess our sin, and Christ will take care of the rest. That's his calling for us. We just have to answer that. Once we've answered that, we are a new creature. We are a new creation, whether you believe it or not. It may take a long time for you to get to that point. It's taken me a long time to get to that point, and I'm not there yet. If I was holy, if I was a holy man, um, I would not exist. Because Christ said, "There's none who are holy, not one." The Old Testament states that several times. Not one is holy. No one is worthy. No one is worthy. But through Christ were righteous and made worthy in his blood that <laughs> that's that is the whole point behind these prayers of David he had he had the right to call for his enemy's demise he did not do that with hatred he did that for protection for the people around him which was necessary uh, he fought battles that were insurmountable. Battles from outside his nation and battles from inside his own home that could destroy him any time. But he turned to the Lord because of his faith. Because the faith that God had allowed him. Um, I, I asked God to build up my faith because I can't do that myself. I have to have help. If I if I if I have faith of my own, then I have faith in science. I have faith in what I'm being taught from someplace else. That's sin. If I have faith in the Lord you know, and confess my sins, He's faithful and just. and will forgive me my sins and purify me from all unrighteousness. Um, I think it's First John one nine. Uh, that promise, that promise keeps me in step with what God wants me to be and how God wants me to live my life. It is so simple. God wants to do these things for me, for you, for all of us. If we let Him, He will. That's how simple it is. All these words in here are great encouragement, they're great to know about how, God, how we got to this point where this happened but it had if it had not been for people that had gone before us we wouldn't have any clue what any of this meant somebody's blazed the trail for us in order that we would see how god really loves us how he wants to be the lord of our life the king of this place not just this higher power that is bigger and stronger than me and wants to hurt me or wants me to pay everything I got or take everything away from me. or. You know, uh, there's one reason that every chair in this place isn't full. It's because people don't believe that God's really God and he really means what he says. People sitting in these seats, hopefully you believe that. Hopefully you believe that. You don't have to be inside a building to be a church. In fact, I think we're called to be the church, no matter where we're at. So in jail, prison, uh, insane asylums, um, there's all kinds of good places that we could go uh, that want church? Be it. Be the church. Learn the word of God. Learn to read the word of God. Trust in the word of God. Let him be your salvation. Uh, Let him take charge of where you're going and what you're going to do. Um, let's see you know we started off with the Lord's prayer and I said that this shows up in Psalm 28 oh, our fathers who art in heaven oh, where's heaven it's right here and right now so he is here right now he's with us now Christ promised Where two or more of you are gathered, I will will also be there. That is a great and awesome promise. Uh, If we gather together for his purpose, he's there. And he's working with us and through that. Um, Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Do we know what God's will is? He promises to give us that. To know his good and his perfect will. Um, so, uh, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That means getting repaid for what you do. Getting uh, reimbursed for all the costs. You know, the disciples came to Jesus and said, we gave up everything. We gave up house, home, Family. Everything to follow you. And and Jesus promised you will get much more in return because you've done this for me, and it worked. There's no reason for us to remember Peter if it hadn't been for Christ. He was just a fisherman, and he wasn't a great fisherman at that. He made mistakes, go out all night, not catch a thing. That's the kind of fisherman I am. Yeah, but. But when I'm fishing for men, it's a different story. And that's because of Christ. Okay. Uh, let's see. Give us the, this day our daily bread. Um, I haven't missed a sandwich in a long, long time. Unless I choose to. This nation has so much food, we throw away tons, not, not small amounts, tons of food in Hastings, Nebraska every day. Every day in Hastings, Nebraska. God's given us way more than what we can even imagine. There are people that starve to death because of uh, men's will. Men's free will to steal from others. There's no reason for anybody on this planet to go hungry. But greed comes from Satan. Pride comes from Satan. All the deadly sins come from Satan and they want to own us. If you could say you live without sin, cast the first stone. There's none. None is good. But God supplies us. That daily bread. Um, Christ said, man, doesn't live by bread alone. But on the very word, God. If this is your daily bread, you will never be hungry. Never. Even if you starve to death, you won't be hungry. Mm. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. So all the evil people that David was talking about in there, David needs to forgive them. Everybody that takes offense at you because of Christ, they need to be forgiven and prayed for. There are people that are going to stand against us as Christians just because we're Christians. Right now in Afghanistan, I don't want to talk about political stuff, but right now in Afghanistan, Christians are being hunted down and slaughtered in their homes, decapitated in front of everybody around them. So... If they start coming in here, and cutting off people's heads, am I going to still stand up here in front and say I'm a believer in Jesus Christ? That's easy to say. Wait till a few heads roll, and I don't mean just the um, you know Hollywood head roll. Um, this is this is the real world. This is the depravity of man coming in to try and destroy what God's created. That's the evil that belongs in this planet. This is Satan's home. It's a place for lies because Satan is the father of lies. It is easy for us to get entrapped by that. Without the word of God, we don't know any different. I'll be the guy that chops off your head to take your sandwich. And you would be the guy to do the same to me. You know, really, that's the truth. Um, I'm not going to starve because you're going to, you know, But Christ wants us to forgive those who trespass against us. So if you take from me, if you demand my shirt, I'm going to give you my coat. <coughs> if you tell me I've got to walk a mile, I'll go two. I always try and do a little more than what's required of me because the Lord told me to. I'm a follower of Jesus Christ. I'm not a hearer of the word. I'm a doer of the word. I feel as if I'm part of the word because I want to do those things. I may fail sometimes, but most most of the time the Lord's with me and I don't. Um, Let's see. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. There's some verses that say the evil one. But to deliver us from evil... That's those deadly sins that draw us away from God, the greed, pride, sloth, uh, the insecurities that, that are planted in our brains from some childhood experience that we can't get away from. The things that make us lose hope to a point of suicide. That's, that's That's the evil that we're asked to be delivered from. Um, There's only one power that can do that, and that's God. And there's only one way to get to God. That's through Jesus Christ. The cross is the only way. If we don't believe Christ is the only way to heaven because he said so, then we're calling Christ a liar, and if Christ is a liar, he's in hell. Okay? I believe in Jesus Christ, and I follow in Jesus Christ. If he's in hell, I'm going there too. I want to be where Jesus is at no matter what. And I really feel that. It's a scary thought, but I feel that. I know in my heart, he's not in hell. He, he went and stayed there for a little while and showed him, hey, I can beat you too. You know? But <clears throat> moving on here. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever Amen. The power and the glory. The glory that's being talked about there is a light that is beyond compare. There is no sun, no star, no moon, no light switch, nothing that we can even imagine that can compare to the glory of God that is shown in light. In heaven, Christ and God are there. There's no need for any sun, moon, or stars. The light is there, it's with us, it's in us, it's through us. There's no shadow at all. That's the glory that God's talking about. We can't fathom that here. You know? I love this video. As a a little kid that caught sight of their shadow. And they freaked out because it was following them around and they couldn't get it off their foot. And (laughs) it was so funny. But that's me. That's, I want to get that shadow off of me. And the only way I can do that is be in heaven. And when I realize that that's the only chance I have, all that has to happen here is for the lights to go out and Jesus Christ to show back up. And I'm there. I'm there. And I'm praying that everybody that's hearing my voice and hears me say, things will be there too. We'll be there too. Uh, I pray my enemies will be there too. I pray that people that hate me will be there, too, because there are people that hate me. And it's not for my sake, but it's for for my belief in the Lord. And uh, um, I fear for those people. Now, kingdom and, and the power and the glory forever, and then ever, that means never stopping. Never stopping. And so the day that you believe in Jesus Christ, the day that you ask the Lord Jesus Christ to be your Lord and Savior, forever starts then. Right that second. Right that moment. I'm one of the luckiest people in the room, probably in the world, because I know exactly the second when the Holy Spirit turned on the light switch in my life. I know exactly where I was at. I know exactly what happened to me. God shows up, I cry. That's all there is to it. I can't not. How could you be in the presence of this awesome power, this spirit that can change every heart, every life, every mind from the most depraved uh, person that's ever walked, from Jeffrey Dahmer to Hitler to anybody, if they would just profess Christ, they could change Just like I, ah, I want that for everyone. I want people to know what a joy it is even in the worst of times to know that Jesus Christ is in control. I have talked my way all the way around this. Hopefully I've explained any part of this at all. If I didn't, I'm sorry. Um, I probably was just preaching to myself here. But when I do that, sometimes others might hear something like, so once again, let's let's say the Lord's prayer, but let's say it with some meaning and not as a mantra. All right? Whose Father? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. See you in heaven. You're listening to an audio message from The Well, a gospel-centered church family in Hastings, Nebraska that exists to grow disciples and glorify God. For more information, please visit www.thewellhastings.com.